So how strong are you? How strong are you? In our contemporary American society, we're taught to be strong, are we not? Stand our own two feet. We don't need anything. We don't need anybody. To look good on the exterior, and that's about it. So how strong are you? You see, so many times we try to do things by ourselves. I have to be careful on this. And it looks good. We don't need anything. We don't need anybody. So we hold ourselves up and go, look how great I am. And there's a point in time in everyone's life that they keep God at a distance. Even the most devout of Catholics probably go through a period of time where, I got it, God. You know, Jesus, I don't, really. I'm strong. I got this. So Christ says, do it your way. And we're standing and we look good, and all of a sudden the things in life start happening to us. Someone gets sick. Someone passes away. We don't get the promotion at work. And it starts to chip away at who we are. Our IRA and our 401k with the market down is not looking that good right now. And on and on and on. And all of a sudden, this is how strong we are by ourselves. This is how strong we are. Now, some of you, as I was doing that, probably went, Jenga, and you'd be right. As I said yesterday, I didn't plan on how I was going to pick all this stuff up. <laughs> but isn't that the case? When, the, when our life falls apart, we're like, you know what? Here's what I need. I need more power. I need more money. I need more prestige. I need more conquests in my life. And through that, my life will be great and complete. So I still don't need you, Lord. I can rebuild. And it sort of comes together. Got it, Lord. And we start to do this again. I'm not going to drop all of them because I have to pick them all up again. But we know people, and maybe it's been you, that's kept Christ at at least an arm's length. And you said, you know what? I'm strong. I've got this. So how strong are you? How strong are you? So I got to go this way to get this. Did you catch it in Matthew's gospel today? There's one word, and we hear it routinely. And most of us don't think anything about it. But the word is cornerstone. Did you catch it in the gospel? Cornerstone, according to Webster. 
I'll give you definition three and four of the four. Something that is essential, indispensable, or basic. The chief foundation on which something is constructed or developed. Then we hear all the time that Christ is the stone rejected by the builders. Because just like when we try to do things ourselves, it's on the exterior. And we may look good, but we're falling apart on the inside. So this stone, if you can see it, it's not the most beautiful. It's got a sideways cut in it. It's got a huge dip in it. But this has been used and it's been a cornerstone for some things around our house. Now, before you think our house is falling apart, it's not. But it's been very useful. It's been very strong. The stone rejected has become the cornerstone. And it's what's on the inside. Now, you in the back can't see that, but that's a heart. That's what's on the inside. And that's what defines us. So when we start living our life in accordance with that, our lives, no matter how good, no matter how broken, if we let Christ be the cornerstone in our lives and we put ourselves next to it, we are strong. He holds us up in this situation. And yes, every now and then, some things happen to us. But we know that if we stay with Christ, we are going to be solid now and in the future. But it's hard to let Christ be the cornerstone in our lives when our contemporary society says, you're to be strong, right? How strong are you? And my question not was strength, muscular strength. My, strength my, my, my question was faith. How strong is your faith? Are you able to put Christ as the cornerstone in your life, live in accordance with that, and be at peace? So many people are not. There are people probably within this church community right now that are still trying to do things on their own and they think it's a game of how many things can I acquire? And Christ is quietly saying, they rejected me. And those people that are in your lives and possibly even you know that it's not working, right? It's not working with me doing it on my own. So this is our opportunity to once again put Christ squarely as the cornerstone in our life. And you're thinking, how do I do that? Through prayer, through the Mass, through Eucharist. I recently went to a funeral of a good friend of mine, had a great life, 93 years old. And on his funeral card, it's the first time I'd seen it, it said, well fortified with the sacraments of the Holy Church. That is how we do it. That's how we put Christ 
because the graces we receive are the favors, the smiles from Christ himself in our lives that holds us up. Ultimately, that question is going to be answered by you and no one else. How you do it, if you do that, and the methodology in which you do that. May we all have the strength and courage to put Christ squarely as the cornerstone and then live at peace, knowing that he is the leader of my life. May we all have the intestinal fortitude to do that, to live with Christ as our cornerstone and show others, not tell others, show others. Because when we start telling people what to do, I laugh because you think you're in your own life. Someone tells you what to do, what do you do? Uh-huh, no. But if someone shows you an example, you're drawn to it, aren't you? So if you live your life in accordance with Christ as a cornerstone, people will be drawn to you. Every now and then they'll say, how do you do it? You say, do you really want to know? Let me show you what I do. But we have the strength to show people what we do.